Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Passion drive and patience what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has got you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Pitch on the way, and Cooper inside outs it, floats it into shallow center, a base hit. Edmund gets to it quickly. He fires home. No chance to get Tatis as the throw comes all the way through. An RBI single for Garrett Cooper. His second hit of the night. And the Padres lead it 2 to nothing. Garrett Cooper leads the way a three-hit, three-RBI day as the Padres cruise to a 4-1 win against the St. Louis Cardinals to begin this three-game series in St. Louis. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage inside our San Diego studios. Good to have you with us on this Monday evening. Final totals for the Padres, four runs, 12 hits, and one error for the Cardinals. One run, four hits, and no errors. A lot to do on our post-game coverage. We'll hear from Padres manager Bob Mel. Melvin may also have some additional post-game reaction coming from the clubhouse. All the radio highlights, our nightly awards, full look at the out-of-town scoreboard, and much, much more to get to as the Padres snap this three-game losing streak. They pick up their first win of this road trip in St. Louis. And tonight, it was about two guys that are having terrific seasons contributing in a big way. One new guy that was traded from Miami to San Diego at the deadline And then one guy we haven't seen much of at all this year. So let's start with the two guys that are having terrific seasons, and they were great here today again. Blake Snell, seven shutout innings in this game. No earned runs given up. No runs, period, given up. Two hits allowed. He did walk five, struck out nine, 109 pitches for Blake Snell. Much like he's done all year, was Blake Snell perfect in this game? No. Did he work himself into trouble with the walks a couple of times? Yes. But Blake has been very, very good at one thing this year and one very important thing when it comes to pitching, and that is preventing runs from scoring. And it shows in his ERA, a 2-6-0 ERA, the lowest in Major League Baseball. That's where it's at as Blake Snell goes seven scoreless innings in this game. He was terrific once again, and he has a true 
case for an NL Cy Young heading into the month of September. Certainly one of the exciting storylines for the Padres heading into the final 30 games of the season. So he was one face, you know, that's done a great job all year. Once again, very, very good here today. Seven shutout innings. The other name, Josh Hader in the ninth inning. Pretty easy ninth with a three-run lead. Gave up a two-out single. That was it. Hader continues to be absolutely terrific. Hader picked up his 28th save of the season, a 0.79 ERA now. He is not allowed an earned run since May 31st. He has not pitched a lot this month. There have not been many opportunities for him to pitch this month in save situations. Finally got one here today, and he delivered. So he was great as well. On the offensive side, it was really about two guys. Number one, Garrett Cooper, who's in the midst of a six-game hitting streak. He had three singles in this game, including a single in the seventh inning to make it 2-0, a big two-run single in the ninth inning to give the Padres some much-needed breathing room, went from a 2-1 game to a 4-1 game. So Garrett Cooper, who's in the midst of a six-game hitting streak, and by the way, in that span, has really, really hit the ball well. Cooper in that six-game span now, 11 for 23 with three RBIs. And you zoom out a little bit with Cooper, he's been a nice addition of this team, batting 327 in 49 at-bats, a 400 on base percentage with San Diego as well. And then how about the former Cardinal, Matt Carpenter, making his second start in over a month. That's it. We haven't seen much of him at all. But Matt Carpenter, to his credit, couple of base hits, an RBI single off Adam Wainwright, his former teammate, to give the Padres a one nothing lead. That's after the Padres, let's be honest. They didn't do much at all against Wainwright after having base traffic on in each inning. But they could not find a way uh, to get a run against Wainwright until the sixth inning. For Wainwright, it was one of his better starts of the year. It was the first time all year that he did not allow uh, two runs in an outing. He goes six innings, one run given up, but uh, does uh, end up taking the loss in this game. So, look, things to like, certainly with what Cooper did, Carpenter did, uh, two guys towards the bottom of the lineup. Padres didn't do much at all against Adam Wainwright. You certainly would have wanted more there for a guy that came in with an 8-plus ERA and a 12-plus ERA in his last nine starts and all the problems Wainwright has had in this final season. But, at this point, wins a win. Padres get it 4-1 to one against the St. Louis Cardinals. They improve to 62-70. and 70. Cardinals drop to 56-76. and 76. It is the first time the St. Louis Cardinals have been 20 games below 500 since 1995. A real perennial winner in St. Louis. They always seem to be good. Not this year, sitting 20 games below 500 here in the final week of August. We'll come back. We have all the radio highlights. We'll recap this game in its entirety here from Padres manager Bob Melvin and much much more to come again the final score Padres four Cardinals one postgame show continues when we return on the Padres radio network presented by T-Mobile the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports with an awesome network and great savings there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today
Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, Padres 4, Cardinals 1 is the Padres' snappy three-game losing skid. Sam Levitt with you here inside our San Diego studios. Good to have you with us on this Monday evening. Padres get a nice 4-1 win against the Cardinals. 12 hits for the Padres, just four hits for St. Louis. Padres had a lot of base traffic in this game. They left 13 on. They went 3-for-12 with runners in scoring position. Certainly... I think left a little something to be desired against Adam Wainwright, who has struggled so badly here in his final season, and especially as of late. But at this point, with where the Padres are, entering the final week of August, uh, we're really in the final week of August, wins a win, 4-1 to one, against the St. Louis Cardinals. We'll hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin coming up in just a handful of minutes. Stay tuned for that. May also have some additional post-game reaction coming from the Padres clubhouse. Give out our nightly awards, full out-of-town scoreboard, your phone calls, and much, much more to come. First, let's recap how this one went down in the loo. Let's go through the biggest moments from today's game with our game highlights presented by the new El Cajon Ford Commercial Service Center, servicing all Fords up to F-750s and motorhomes. Both the Padres and Cardinals had early scoring chances, but they did not capitalize. Padres got a leadoff single in the top half of the first inning against Adam Wainwright. He worked around it. Blake Snell walked two in the bottom half of the first, but he also worked out of it. Wainwright started the game with four scoreless innings. In the bottom of the fourth, the Cardinals had a big-time threat. A leadoff single. Snell issued a pair of one-out walks. The bases were loaded. Snell bounced back to strike out Andrew Kisner for out number two. The rally was left up to Jordan Walker. Number eight hitter waits. Here's the pitch and a swing and a miss. Went after a curveball in the dirt and the side is retired. No runs a hit and the Redbirds leave them loaded. A scoreless fifth inning for both Wainwright and Snell. It was still a nothing-nothing game heading to the sixth inning. Padres rallied. Fernando Tatis Jr. singled. Xander Bogart singled. With one out, it was Matt Carpenter. 1-1 pitch, hit in the air to right, broke his bat. That's going to drop down in front of Walker. Fernando's on his way. He will score. Throw goes into third base and in time. Great tag by Arenado as they got Bogarts trying to go first to third. Just talked about the arm of Jordan Walker out in right field. He got an opportunity to show it off. Padres, though, do take a 1-0 lead. Padres would later load the bases in that inning, but that's all they got against Wainwright. Snell pitched a 1-2-3 frame in the bottom half of the sixth inning. Wainwright went six innings, allowed just that one run. The first time this season that Adam Wainwright had allowed less than two runs in an outing. Right-hander Andre Pallante came out of the St. Louis bullpen for the top of the seventh inning. There were runners on first and second with two men away for Garrett Cooper. Pitch on the way, and Cooper inside outs it, floats it into shallow center, a base hit. Edmund gets to it quickly. He fires home. No chance to get Tatis as the throw comes all the way through. An RBI single for Garrett Cooper, his second hit of the night, and the Padres lead it 2 to nothing. So it was time to stretch in St. Louis. Padres had a 2-0 lead. Blake Snell struck out his eighth and ninth batters in a scoreless seventh inning. Seven shutout frames for Blake. His major league leading ERA was lowered to 2-6-0. Robert Suarez came on for the bottom of the eighth inning. Padres still up 2-0. Paul Goldschmidt got the Cardinals a little bit closer. Paul Goldschmidt, the batter. Robert Suarez deals. First pitch swinging, a fly ball to deep left. Soto is back at the wall, going to go. Into the Padre bullpen. That's number 22 for Paul Goldschmidt. 
Got ourselves a one-run game here in the bottom of the eighth. Suarez bounced back nicely. He retired the next two. Padres led 2-1, heading to the ninth inning, looking for insurance with Josh Hader warming in the bullpen. Cardinals reliever Jacob Barnes issued a leadoff walk. Fernando Tatis Jr. reached on an infield single. Xander Bogarts was then hit by a pitch. The bases were loaded for Garrett Cooper. And first pitch swinging, lines went into left center field. That's going to get down for a base hit. Soto has scored. Tatis is on his way. A two-run single for Garrett Cooper, his third hit of the night, and the Padres now lead it 4-1. to one. Three hits and three RBIs on the evening for Garrett Cooper. Padres took that 4-1 lead into the bottom half of the ninth inning. Josh Hader came on looking for his 28th save of the season. He struck out Nolan Gorman. He struck out Andrew Kisner. Jordan Walker hit a two-out single. The game was left up to the rookie Mason Wynn. On three and two, Walker will run. The pitch is grounded up the middle. Bogarts charges, has it at shortstop. Throw to first in time, and the ball game is over. Padres come down to St. Louis and take game one of this series by a final of four to one. Big night of the dish for Garrett Cooper and Blake Snell, seven shutout innings as the Padres and the Cardinals a fourth consecutive loss. Padres snap their three-game losing skid. They get back on track in this series opener in St. Louis. They win it 4-1. to one. Again, Blake Snell, seven shutout innings. He allowed just two hits, walked five, struck out nine, picks up his 11th win of the season. And again, that major league low ERA down to 2-6-0. Hater is 28th save. Adam Wainwright, the veteran, 41 years old, took his 10th loss of the season. And the Padres offense, led by Garrett Cooper, three hits, three RBIs. As the Padres score four runs on 12 hits, they left 13 on base. Not all great offensively, but like I said, a win you'll certainly take it as the Padres win this series opener at Bush Stadium in St. Louis. Let's go back to St. Louis, hear from the Padres manager, Bob Melvin. Let's take a trip down to the Padres clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sin Lee Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sin Lee Food. 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. More from Blake tonight. What would you think of that? I think it's great. You know, walked a few guys, but other than that, I mean, you know, a little, little command at the, in the first and... You know, after that, was really good. The fact that he went seven was big for us today, too. And threw over 100 pitches, knew we needed it today, and, and was up for it. And when you are going through a tough stretch like you did this weekend, to have a guy like him going out yeah. there and being able to do the things he does, especially when he can go deep in the games, is that kind of exactly what you need? It does. And, you know, some of the other guys have gotten some pretty good workloads. So just being able to use Robert tonight and, and Josh was key as well. But, you know, to get us through seven, you know, going out there and he's pitching as well as he as he has, um, you know, a lot of pluses for him. Pretty, pretty impressive in the fourth inning, their base loaded. Well, that's what he does now. I mean, he, he's strikeout waiting to happen, so I don't think he ever really panics in those situations. It's, you know, he, he, he gets a lot of swing and miss. Um, you know, every time we see him in those situations, he's probably as good as you get about getting the strikeout with less than two outs. They've been impressed with how Matt has kept himself I, you know what, I, I can't say enough about how hard he works to keep himself prepared. So I told him yesterday this would come up. He was all for it and ready for it. I, I just can't say enough good things about him and how professional he is. He's gotten a tough deal here, you know, and, and having to sit around and do that. Um, but everybody admires the fact that he goes by the business the way he does. And, 
you know, he, he was, he was, had good at bats from the very first at bat on today. So hats off to him. Garrett Cooper, what has he brought to you? Yeah, he's really been swinging the bat here recently. I, I thought the one ball was, was a home, but the ball he hit the left center, I thought might even get out. So, you know, especially down kind of middle, down to the bottom of the lineup to have a guy that can knock in some runs. Um, you know, I think he's pretty inspired too. I've been in a place where he's getting to play quite a bit and, um, you know, he's got a track record of knocking some runs in. So he's doing a nice job for us. And now with, with Crony out, he's going to see a lot of time at first base. He's done, done a nice job over there too. Have you noticed him get more comfortable kind of as, as he's been here for a little bit longer? As yeah. Numbers have picked up? Yeah, that, that's hard to do, you know, come in like that right away with a new team and, you know, get kind of sparing at bats to begin with. To start, we were using G-Man a little bit. We went through a long stretch of righties. Um, but he, he works hard as well, and I think he really fits in here well now. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from the clubhouse in St. Louis following this 4-1 win for the Padres over the Cardinals. Sam Levy back with you inside our San Diego studios as the Padres win this series opener in St. Louis. You heard Bob Melvin talk about Blake Snell. Seven shutout innings for Blake Snell here tonight. Picks up his 11th win of the season. And you heard him talk about Matt Carpenter as well, who had the RBI single in the sixth inning to make it a one nothing game. And look, obviously it's been a, a a tough and somewhat odd situation with Carpenter sitting on the bench and for a while there not appearing in the game from July 24th until August 15th and he's only played in and appeared in four games this month but you got to give him a lot of credit number one you haven't heard him say any wrong thing and and what Bob Melvin has had to say about him has been very very complimentary and look here tonight Gets the start against his former teammate, Adam Wainwright, at his old home in St. Louis, where he spent a lot of years and comes up with two base hits, a walk, and a big RBI single. I mean, here's the reality. Tonight with, with Carpenter, if he doesn't collect that RBI single in the sixth inning, did the Padres score a run against Adam Wainwright, who came in with an 8-plus ERA? Probably not. So he was very important to this win, Matt Carpenter was. And then, obviously, Garrett Cooper has been a very nice pickup for this team so far. Three hits tonight, three RBIs to lead the way. Uh, Offensively, Padres had a lot of traffic on the bases. In fact, they had a base runner on in eight out of the nine innings here tonight, but they uh, found a way to win it 4-1. to in St. Louis. We'll come back with much more. May have some additional post-game reaction coming from the clubhouse. If you want to call me, you can. 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. The phone number to call if you want to get involved as always. And and if uh, you want to get involved on social media, you can do that by tweeting at me at Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Instagram DMs open as always to Sammy Lev there, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. Let me know what you thought about this game, what you're thinking about the Padres right now, and I may just interact with your tweet or your DM live here on the air. Final score, Padres 4, Cardinals 1. Postgame show continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. Game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score here tonight, Padres 4 and the Cardinals 1 as the Padres take the series opener in St. Louis. 
Sam Levitt with you here inside our San Diego studios. We'll hear from Padres starting pitcher Blake Snell coming up here in just a couple of minutes, so stay tuned for that. But before we continue on, we owe you one. Let's give you one. A station break here on the Padres Radio Network. KWFNFM and KWFNHD1 San Diego. This one's from the San Diego Padres. You listen to the Padres baseball on the Padres Radio Network. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Sam Levitt with you here inside our San Diego studios. Again, the final Padres 4, Cardinals 1. If you want to get involved on the phones, you can do that. Call me, 833-288-0973. Again, 833-288-0973, the phone number to call. We'll hear from Blake Snell in just a moment. First, let's tell you about our East Pitcher of the Game. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's... Ace Pitcher of the Game, brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg, all your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Blake Freddy, Walker runs the pitch, grounded to the left side. Xander's got it at shortstop, hats it in the glove, and fires to first in time. For the second time this year, Blake Snell is through seven. Blake Snell, a great outing here today, no doubt. Our ace pitcher of the game, seven shutout innings. As he continues to roll, lowers his major league best ERA to 2-6-0. And he continues to put together what has really been a Cy Young caliber season. The walks were a story in this one. You know, and that's been the story for Blake this year, five walks. But, but, he found his way through. And you can't argue with the run total, which is zero. And that's, I think, in a microcosm, really been Blake's season. There's been base traffic. There have been a lot of walks. But you look at his final lines, and my goodness, he doesn't give up very many runs at all. And that was the story here today. And I think for a starting pitcher, anytime you get through seven scoreless innings, really no matter how you do it, you got to be commended for it. And that is why Blake Snell is our ace pitcher of the game here tonight. So that was the deal with Blake. Seven scoreless innings. He did work himself into a couple of jams. He walked two in the first inning, a double play to get out of it. He walked two in the fourth inning to uh, load the bases, but then bounced back to strike out Kisner and Walker to end the inning. And then really after that, he, he settled in, didn't give up another base hit, only walked one more. So once he got out of that fourth inning, uh, he uh, he really kind of settled into a groove. And look, again, this was sort of the outing we've seen from Blake all year, really going back to late May, where was he wild at times? Yeah. Were the walks a problem at times? Yeah. But especially in that fourth inning, he's done what he's done all year. And that is somehow find that extra gear to get through it. And for the most part, not give up a run. If you go back to May 25th for Blake Snell, that's now a span of 18 starts. He's got a 10-3 and record, 1-3-80 RA, 104 innings, 145 strikeouts, 58 walks, a 1-1-3 whip, 166 opponent batting average, but again, a 1-3-80 RA in 104 innings. So the key for Blake and the reason he's in the running for an NL Cy Young is really because of the last three months. I mean, he has been at, at the game of run prevention He's been awfully good. He's only given up, put it this way, 10 earned runs on, think about this for a second. He's only given up, excuse me, not 10. He's only given up 16 earned runs in his last 104 innings. Again, 16 earned runs 
in his last 104 innings as a starting pitcher, and he's done it against good teams, bad teams, really everybody. So, look, Blake, the ERA is the ERA, and it's 2-6-0, the lowest among qualified starting pitchers in Major League Baseball. And I think very safe to say he enters the month of September with a strong case for a National League Cy Young Award. So, uh, like we talked about in the pregame with Jesse, it's despite all the struggles for this team and the record not being anywhere close to where you would want it to be here on April 28th, all the things that have happened this season, no doubt that Blake Snell chasing this Cy Young Award is a really intriguing storyline here in the final month. And put it this way, there are not many pitchers in baseball history, not many at all, who have won two Cy Youngs in their career. And if Blake can do it, it would be a second. I mean, that's that's quite the category to be in. So there's a lot at stake here for Blake Snell and personally for him. He's a free agent at the end of the year. And uh, look, if he keeps doing what he's doing, and I think it's probably secured by now with the way he's pitched, uh, whether it's the Padres or somebody else, Blake's going to he's going to make a lot of money from somebody come this offseason. And he's having a Cy Young caliber type of season. Once again, terrific tonight. Seven shutout innings. Let's go back to St. Louis inside the Padres clubhouse and hear from tonight's starting pitcher, Blake Snell. I like the way I finished. I finished strong. Um, started a little rocky. Um, but just the, the role that me and Gary get on, it, it's a lot of fun to pitch to him. And he understands me. I understand him. We work really well together. And tonight was just another fun fun time to pitch to Gary. Is it the same reasons all the time, you know, when you have a, a little rocky period and then you're able to get out of it? Uh, you know, lately I haven't been getting out of it uh, as well as, you know, I feel I should. And, um, being able to do that today and I think it was the fourth inning and uh, earlier what was big. Um, it's just fun though in game like you guys don't get to see it but me and Gary are going back and forth on what we want to do and what pitches work and we're having a discussion like without even having a discussion just pressing buttons so that's always fun with him and trusting him on pitches and you know, trusting myself on pitches we do really good at trusting each other and uh, we both work really hard on understanding, you know, the game plan, the attack plan, and then in those moments, you know, what do we want to do? What have we done? So uh, I really enjoyed, you know, the conversation in game with Gary. We asked you earlier this year a little bit about escaping jams, and you said that luck played a big factor in it. But now that you've done it kind of as often as you have, like, what is the, aside from maybe some luck, like, what is the key to doing that? I think there's understanding and you know making big pitches and then it's understanding why do I keep putting myself in these situations and am I putting myself in these situations like sometimes a walk's a, a good walk you know people don't look at it that way um, I've walked a lot of people to understand that yeah I think so um, so there's moments where you know there's frustrating walks um, and there's moments where it's not a bad walk because the hitter you know maybe I felt he was on you know a bunch of the pitches and or whatever the case may be, every hitter's different. But, um, yeah, so it back and forth. I mean, this is just, there's a lot of understanding that has to go into it through each game and what's happening. How satisfying is it for you after kind of the rough weekend you guys had to be able to come out and put this, yeah, put it behind yeah. I mean, you guys? It feels good. We just gotta, we gotta put it together. I think that's something that I know we can definitely do. We just haven't been doing it. I'm really hoping that we can, you know, win here and get back home to our fans and win in front of them and 
can get something going. That was Padres starting pitcher Blake Snell after his outing here today. And you heard him talk about a number of different things there, including uh, his relationship with Gary Sanchez and some of the, the conversations, the game planning that goes on during the game. And look, there is no doubt that Gary Sanchez and, and Blake, to his credit, has, has really talked about this a ton, that Gary Sanchez deserves at least some portion of the credit for what Blake's done. I mean, it really has coincided since Gary arrived and Blake has spoken so glowingly about working with Gary Sanchez. So that's been a very cool thing to hear about from Blake really throughout the year. Uh, He talked about the walks there and, you know, he knows the deal. I mean, he knows he's walked a lot of people. Uh, But look, he continues to find his way out of it. And he even said something there to the effect of, uh, you know, I've there's such thing as a good walk in in that he knows it because he's walked a lot of people. So, um, you know, look, it's it's, you know, whether you look at the walks is is something that is uh, a real I don't know how to put this. It's not a negative, but it's just something you would rather not see from Blake. And I'm sure he would rather not walk the guys Again, the interesting part of this season for Blake, and I think the interesting part for uh, Cy Young voters, if he continues to do what he does over the final four or five starts he's going to make, the interesting thing is, I mean, there's a very good chance he will have the lowest DRA in baseball by by a little bit, and he may also lead the game in walks issued. Um you know, that may be something that Cy Young voters have to decide. Like, you know, are they going to hold that against them, the walks? But, you know, to me, the name of the game is preventing runs. And we we look at ERA as a stat we all go to, and he's got the best in baseball. And he's been very, very good elite at preventing runs. And even though he gets in trouble, and tonight he got in a couple of big-time jams, especially in that fourth inning, and then falling behind Kisner uh, in a three-ball count, you know, with bases loaded, Bottom line is he figures it out, and he has been able to find that next gear when he gets in jams time after time after time. So, look, Blake Snell having a really, really good Cy Young caliber year. Will he win the award? We'll see. Uh, certainly he has to finish the year well to, to be in that conversation. But, uh, look, seven shutout innings tonight for Blake Snell, and that was Blake inside the Padres clubhouse. All right, we'll step aside here on the post game show. When we come back, give out more of our daily awards. If you want to get a phone call, then you can. 833-288-0973, the phone number to call. We may also have some additional post game audio coming from the clubhouse. We may hear from you, Darvish, who, uh, uh, was put on the IL earlier today with right elbow inflammation. I believe Darvish spoke with the media after the game. We're working on getting you that audio. So uh, we may have that for you on the other side of this break as well. Final score in St. Louis, Padres 4, Cardinals 1, right here on the Padres Radio Network. Our post-game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. Padres 4 and the Cardinals 1. The final score here tonight as the Padres win this series opener. We continue our post-game coverage. We will get to a number of items here on the post-game show. We'll give out some more of our nightly awards. We'll also hear from you, Darvish, who was pitched, uh, who was uh, excuse me, placed on the IL with right elbow inflammation. Earlier today, he spoke uh, with the media inside the Padres clubhouse 
earlier today, or I should say uh, earlier this evening after the game. So uh, that is uh, what the deal is uh, with uh, what's coming up here on the show. Full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming as well. And again, we'll hear from you, Darvish, coming up here in just a little bit. First, let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. On three and two, Walker will run. The pitch is grounded up the middle. Bogarts charges, has it at shortstop, throw to first in time, and the ball game is over. Padres come down to St. Louis and take game one of this series by a final of 4-1. to one. Big night of the dish for Garrett Cooper and Blake Snell. Seven shutout innings as the Padres and the Cardinals a fourth consecutive loss. Our relief pitcher of the game, Josh Hader, who picked up his 28th save of the season, his ERA down to 0.79 in 48 appearances this season. Hader, since an appearance on May 31st, where he gave up a couple of earned runs from that point, a zero ERA is not allowed an earned run since June began. 23 innings and a third, 41 strikeouts, 14 walks, 138 opponent batting average, 15 saves and 16 opportunities. And Hader certainly has been a very bright spot in what's been otherwise a pretty tough season for the San Diego Padres. But Hader... When he's been called upon, for the most part, he has been dynamite. So great job by Hader here tonight. Picks up his 28th save of the season. And like I said, a 0-7-9 ERA in 48 appearances this year. He has been very, very good. And another one of those guys, like we talked about with Blake Snell, another guy that is a free agent at the end of the year. Will he be here in San Diego in 24? Will he be somewhere else? Well, we're going to find out out all those things uh, in the uh, months to come. But certainly, uh, Josh Hader has been very, very good once again this season. The shame for the Padres here in the month of August is that they just have not been able to use him. I mean, this was only the sixth appearance of the month of August. It's August 28th. The sixth appearance this month. Uh, for Josh Hader. So, uh, you know, look, they haven't had opportunities to really use him uh, for save chances, things like that. But look, when Hader has been called upon this season, he certainly has been very, very good. And he picks up his third save of the month, his 28th overall. Now let's tell you about our player of the game. Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? <laughs> Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Bites. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. Pitch on the way, and Cooper inside outs it. Floats it into shallow center, a base hit. Edmund gets to it quickly. He fires home. No chance to get Tatis. As the throw comes all the way through, an RBI single for Garrett Cooper, his second hit of the night, and the Padres lead it 2 to nothing. And first pitch swinging, lines one into left center field. That's going to get down for a base hit. Soto has scored. Tatis is on his way. A two-run single for Garrett Cooper, his third hit of the night, and the Padres now lead it 4-1. to one. Garrett Cooper, our player of the game here tonight on the Padres Radio Network. Three hits, three RBIs. He now has a six-game hitting streak, 11 for his last 23 at the plate. He's been very, very good. He had the big RBI single that made it 2-0. He had the two-run single in the ninth inning, made it a 4-1 game from a 2-1 game. Garrett Cooper, no doubt here tonight on the offensive side, very productive, especially with the run-producing 
and the Padres go on to win it 4-1. to Garrett Cooper, our player of the game. Well, the good news today for the Padres, they snapped their three-game losing skid. They got back on track at least for one night in St. Louis. The bad news before today's game was that Hugh Darvish was put on the 15-day IL with right elbow inflammation. The Padres recalling right-hander Matt Waldron from AAA El Paso, but Darvish is on the IL. Hugh Darvish spoke with the media inside the Padres clubhouse after tonight's game alongside translator Shingo Hori. Let's hear what you had to say about his injury. Yeah, what did you learn this afternoon when you got the image? あの、あの、今結果審査の結果出てるんですか。あ、一応あの、どういう状況かっていうのは、あの、ドクターから聞いて。いや、we're あと、ま、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あの、あ
That was you, Darvish, alongside translator Shingo Hori uh, inside the Padres clubhouse after today's game. Again, the news before today's game, you, Darvish, placed on the 15-day IL with right elbow inflammation. So you heard a lot there from you talking about how this uh, discomfort, uh, I believe is what he called it, uh, came on. And and, uh, it sounds like there he's hoping to pitch again this season. Uh, It doesn't sound like he or the Padres yet have all the information they need to make determination on what the next step is for you or or what exactly uh uh is uh is uh you know really going on what might be causing that discomfort uh and the inflammation in the elbow so uh it sounds like we're going to have probably more news in the days to come but uh, that was you Darvish earlier tonight inside the Padres clubhouse talking about Uh, the inflammation in the right elbow that has landed Darvish on the IL. We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network. When we come back, full look at the out-of-town scoreboard. You'll hear our play of the game, and we'll wrap this one up. If you want to get a phone call in, you can. 833-288-0973-833-288-0973. I believe our phone lines were actually uh, locked for a little bit there. So if you tried calling in, you may not have got through. You'll get through now. 833-288-0973. The phone number, as always. Final score, Padres 4, Cardinals 1. Postgame continues after this on the Padres Radio Network. Our postgame show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score, Padres 4, Cardinals 1 in this series opener in St. Louis. Sam Levitt with you inside our San Diego studios. As we wrap this one up, we'll hear our play of the game coming up in just a few minutes. Also, take you around the out-of-town scoreboard, get you ready for game two of this series tomorrow. But Matt Carpenter had a big day for the Padres in this one. Had two hits, had a walk, had an RBI single against his former teammate Adam Wayne. Right, gave the Padres a one nothing lead, and it would be the only run the Padres would get against Wainwright in this game. Uh, I don't want to say easy to forget, but you may not realize, you know, here on the West Coast, just how long Carpenter was in St. Louis. Eleven seasons was a three-time All-Star with the Cardinals. I mean, he had a really, really good run with the St. Louis Cardinals. So returning to St. Louis here tonight, facing his old teammate Adam Wainwright, and he was a big part of today's win, no doubt. Two hits in the RB as well. Matt Carpenter spoke with the media inside the Padres clubhouse after tonight's game. Let's hear some of what he had to say. I haven't gotten a lot of opportunities lately to be able to come and come through here. That was fun. You know, it was a big win for us, um, you know, to come out and play good baseball. I got a great start out of Blake and um, Bullpen was able to come in and pitch great behind them and then we got some big hits, so um, step in the right direction. I know you've been here before, but the first time up without feeling. That's great. You know, a lot of great memories here. Um, you know, spent many years here, and uh, you know, certainly have you know have had a lot of great moments. So it's nice to be able to come back. Did you expect Adam to walk off the mound there for you? Do what? Did you expect Adam to walk off the mound, give you a little time there? Oh uh, yeah. Get the crowd I, appreciate you. you know, I, yeah, he's yeah for sure. I mean, he's that kind of guy. So. Um, and he, you know, he did a great job tonight as well. You know, just we were able to get him in, in the seventh there, and um, you know, find a way to win the game. What was your reaction when you found out you were going to be in the lineup today? It sounds like Bob told you yesterday, knowing yeah. that it was going to be here, knowing that it was going to be against Adam. What was kind of your reaction? Yeah, I'm very excited. Yeah, I thought that would be, you know, a great opportunity to you know, get to play back here in Bush, and, and then you know, obviously get to face an old friend. So, um, 
you know, very, you know, and and then to have a good game, you know, it was a uh, it was a great great thing. How important has it been for you to? I know you haven't gotten a ton of opportunities, but for you to stay ready, stay fresh for when those opportunities have come. Yeah, I mean, look, you know, you're, when you're on the team, I mean, you got a responsibility to come to work every day and prepare like you're going to play, and you know, I've continued to do that. Um, and, and then, you know, more importantly, be you know, be a be a guy that um, some other players can lean on while they're playing and, and help with scouting report or preparation, whatever whatever that looks like. But, um, but still got to be ready when if and when your name's called, and today was one of those opportunities. All right, that was Matt Carpenter from inside the Padres clubhouse after the game. And look, obviously the role for Matt Carpenter has been quite a bit different than what he probably imagined when he signed the contract with the Padres. And quite frankly, what we we imagined, certainly what I imagined, uh, coming out of spring training, both him and Nelson Cruz. So what you thought the DH tandem would look like for the Padres this season. But hey, to his credit... Uh, he said all the right things. People around him, whether it be Bob Melvin or his teammates, have said all the right things. His attitude, uh, it, it's a tough spot. It is uh, to, to be on a team and and not being used and, and all of it. And, and look, he's, uh, he's uh, you know, really, I think, made the best out of what's a, a hard situation. And here tonight certainly contributed two hits and an RBI as well for the former St. Louis Cardinal, Matt Carpenter. Before we get to the out-of-town scoreboard, our play of the game, let's squeeze in a phone call or two. We go to Michigan. I don't know if he's in Michigan or not. Kevin tends to be uh, a little bit everywhere, sometimes seeing the Padres on the road. So, Kevin, where are you? And you are on the Padres radio network. How are you? Good, Sammy. How are you? I'm doing well. Where are you at? Uh, well, I'm in a city called St. Louis. All right. That? All right. I like it. You go to the game tonight? Yep. I'm here for all three. I was there tonight. Uh, nice to see Matt Carpenter in the lineup again. Thought he contributed really good. Mm-hmm. Nice to see the uh, fan base give him a nice ovation when he made his first plate appearance. Nice to see Garrett Cooper. Uh, Garrett Cooper lately been getting some hits and getting on base. And uh, looks like Mitch and Schnell out there. Yeah, you know give up a lot of walks, but he always strikes guys out and gets people going, and he always finds his way out of trouble, so mm-hmm. yeah. St. Louis, St. Louis is a lot better city fan-base-wise, I mean, didn't have to, every every time they were introducing it, Manny in Milwaukee, they kept booing him because they're still now over that Aguilar play from seven years ago when he was still with L.A. I don't know, but yeah, overall, it's finally nice to get back on the winning ways, Sammy. All right, Kevin. Well, I hope you enjoy your time in St. Louis. Thank you very much uh, for the phone call. And uh, fun fact, I lived in St. Louis my first two and a half years out of college. So good city. Uh, you're right. Look, uh, Jesse and Tony alluded to it. Obviously, the crowds right now at Bush Stadium aren't great because of where the Cardinals are, 20 games below 500, And not a, not a place where those fans are used to being uh, with the Cardinals struggling like they have this season. But uh, it's a good ballpark. It's uh uh, certainly uh, a good fan base out there. They show up year after year for that Cardinal ball club. And, uh, you know, again, um, one re- one win for the Padres does not get them back on track. We all understand that just to get back to 500. They've got a ton of work to do. But here tonight, a lot of good things to pull away. And especially, like you mentioned, Kevin, what Blake Snell did with the seven shutout innings. If you want to squeeze a phone call in, we do have a few minutes, 833-288-0973. As always, the phone number to call. Let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. 
Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. We take a look at scores today from around the major leagues. A lot of finals already. Braves beat up on the Rockies 14-4 in Colorado. Pirates beat the Royals 5-0 in Kansas City. Brewers beat the Cubs 6-2 in Chicago. First inning home runs by Christian Yelich and Mark Hanna in that game for Milwaukee. Twins beat the Guardians 10-6 in Minnesota. Royce Lewis hit a grand slam for the second straight game in that Twins win. Rangers beat the Mets 4-3 in New York. Astros beat up on the Red Sox 13-5 at Fenway Park. Jose Altuve, the cycle. The Astros first since 2013 in that win. Blue Jays beat the Nationals 6-3 in Toronto. Danny Jansen, a home run in that game for the Blue Jays. Orioles beat the White Sox 9-0 in Baltimore. Yankees beat the Tigers 4-1 in Detroit. Aaron Judge, Glaber Torres hit back-to-back home runs in that game. Phillies beat the Angels 6-4 in Philadelphia. Trey Turner, a couple of home runs in that game for Philly. Games going on right now. Diamondbacks ahead of the Dodgers 4-3 in L.A. Giants ahead of the Reds 4-0 in San Francisco in the seventh inning. And the Mariners beating up on the A's 7-0 in the seventh inning in Seattle. And that's a look at the full out-of-town scoreboard on this Monday in the Major Leagues. Padres beat the Cardinals 4-1. Let's hear our play of the game. What was the crucial play that helped decide the outcome of today's game? This is the play of the game. Presented by Bill Howe Plumbing, Heating and Air, Flood and Restoration. Because we know how. One-one pitch, it in the air to right, broke his bat. That's going to drop down in front of Walker. Fernando's on his way. He will score. Throw goes into third base and in time. Great tag by Arenado as they got Bogarts trying to go first to third. Just talked about the arm of Jordan Walker out in right field. He got an opportunity to show it off. Padres though do take a one nothing lead. Matt Carpenter's RBI single against his former teammate Adam Wainwright. Our play of the game, RBI base hit, gave the Padres a 1-0 lead. They would take a 2-0 lead. The next inning on Garrett Cooper's RBI base hit, they would trail, uh, well not trail, Cardinals would trail 2-0, then 2-1. After the home run by Goldschmidt in the 8th, Padres got two insurance runs in the ninth inning on the two-run base hit by Cooper to lead 4-1, and they go on to win by that final score of 4-1. to one. Taking a look at tomorrow's game, game two of this three-game series between the Padres and the Cardinals. Right-hander Seth Lugo on the mound for the Padres. Left-hander Zach Thompson on the mound for St. Louis. Same time, same place as today, 4.45 p.m. first pitch here in San Diego. Our Water SoCal Padres pregame show begins at 3.45. Certainly hope you can join us then. Taking a look at the final totals in this series opener in St. Louis. For the Padres, four runs, 12 hits, one error. They left on 13. For the Cardinals, one run, four hits, no errors. They left on eight. Winning pitcher Blake Snell, who improves to 11-9. Losing pitcher Adam Wainwright, who drops to 3-10. And the save goes to Josh Hader, his 28th 
of the season. Time of game, two hours, 45 minutes in the crowd at Bush Stadium in St. Louis, 35,917. As always, if you missed any of our post-game show, you can listen back to all of it on the Inside San Diego Baseball podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. For our great studio coordinator tonight, Frank Marchese, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long and good night. Again, the final score, the San Diego Padres 4 and the St. Louis Cardinals 1. We'll talk to you tomorrow on the Padres Radio Network.